you have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention, to create subconscious beliefs that serve you, and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Hey, hey, it is Penny here, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about three things that COVID-19 has taught me as a new CEO, because at the moment that I'm recording this episode, we are hitting what they believe may be peak cases. I'm recording this just before July 4th, and a lot of people seemed shocked and surprised at the resurgence of cases. And that shock and surprise simply comes from a place of that we're all at a different level of understanding of what happens in a pandemic, of what it means to flatten the curve. And I'm not going to get into all of that. I have a probably a somewhat unique view as a CEO who has a healthcare background, but what I want to get into is what is going to benefit you as someone who is an entrepreneur looking to break through. I know a lot of you may be six and seven figure earners, but some of you may be aspiring six or multi six figure earners. And I want to share specifically with you what this pandemic has taught me as a CEO. So many times when we go into business, we end up putting all of our money into the business. We feel guilty putting money into ourselves. And the first thing that this pandemic has taught me is absolutely, hands down, the best investment I have made in the last two years, but most specifically in December of 2019, was to invest in myself. And I'm going to tell you why. The personal transformation work that I have been doing has given me a huge advantage through this pandemic in that I came to understand and to embrace and to know at some point over the last two years that control is truly an illusion. As a healthcare provider, I knew this, but I never put it into those words. You see, we have a saying in anesthesia that our work is 99% boredom and 1% sheer terror, and that we spend 99% of our efforts preventing the 1%. But sometimes no matter how perfect your plan, no matter how diligent you are, no matter how many anesthesia eyes you have on a situation, that 1% can still occur because we simply do not have control. That same principle applies in business. It applies in how we prepare ourselves for life, whether you're a business person or not. Control truly is an illusion. I sent this email out recently to my list about our sense of control, our sense of safety, 
comes from the predictability of our routines. The predictability of our routines gives us the illusion of control. The day that the pandemic hit with full force in this country, and lockdowns, shutdowns, shelter in place, whatever you choose to call it, began to occur, there was no less certainty in the world that day than there was on January 1st of 2020. This has been the greatest return on investment that I've had in my personal transformation work. And I continue to engage in personal transformation work because at every level of success, at every level of expansion, there are new things that are revealed that need to be worked on, that need to be worked through, let go, released, shifted, changed, whatever it is that you choose to call it. The other part of that transformational work is learning to be unattached to outcomes. So in other words, you set a goal, you work towards that goal. And while that is something that you desire to achieve, to not base your self-worth, your ability, or your success in the results of that goal. This allows you to be adaptable. It allows you that when you realize something's not working, that you can step back, take a look, learn from it, adjust, and move forward. That's what all of life is, really. But in this pandemic, that has been critical. The second thing that COVID-19 has taught me is that it is super important to have a network of people who understand what it is that you do. Not necessarily your specific business, but what it is to conceive of an idea, to birth that idea, and to grow that idea. It's much like having a child. I have a network of businesswomen that I'm a part of that gives all of us a safe place, not only to express what we're experiencing, but to actually feel and to witness others who are going through the same thing. It lets you know you're not alone. It allows you to process your emotions, and you're not having to listen to people who have no idea, no clue what it is that you're doing, going, hmm, see, I told you so. Business is not easy. I don't know who you thought you were to do this, or you should have known better or you should have done it sooner, or you should have waited. None of that has happened. I'm actually a part of several networks at different types of participation. But it's priceless to have someone who understands. They say we are as successful, or we become the five closest people that we surround ourselves with. I have chosen to spend most of my time surrounded by other people, even though it's virtually, who are aspiring businesswomen. And not just aspiring to be businesswomen, but aspiring to be bold CEOs, to create success and change and to serve in the world 
the way that we envision it, not the way that everyone else says it should be done. Because you can be successful and do it the way that you want to do it. But when something like a pandemic strikes, you have to step back and evaluate. What can I do to serve now? And it may not always feel easy. It may not be exactly the way you want to do it. But if you have to adjust and do something that you don't like temporarily to grow that which you love to do, then that's what you have to do. It's all about being adaptable. Are you struggling to attract money into your life? Does the law of attraction seem to be backfiring or only bringing in just enough? My mentor and coach, Jim Fortin, a transformational leader, has created a special masterclass, How the Law of Attraction Repels the Money and Abundance You Want and How to Become Rich. And he's going to be giving this masterclass on August 11th at 3 p.m. This is a masterclass that is going to change the way that you think about the Law of Attraction and how easy it is for you to bring the money and wealth into your life that you deserve. For more information, I want you to head over to pennychason.com forward slash LOA, and I look forward to seeing you there on August 11th. The third thing that I learned, and this is huge because I know there are a lot of people out there right now going through this. You don't have to be a business owner. This goes for our children who haven't been able to go to school, our elders who are having to be shut in because they're high risk. Letting go of 2020 plans, no matter what they were, vacations, holidays, business expansion, retreats, launches, having to let go of those plans and regroup creates grief. It's a loss. There are a lot of people who are experiencing what they're calling anxiety. They can't sleep. They're having a lot of dreams. There's simply so much going on in their life right now. And one day they're high and the next they're low. They have a good week. They have a bad week. Kids are experiencing what some parents are saying seems like it's ADD. They're acting out. They may even be depressed. That is because we're going through a grieving process. We're going through a grieving process because we've lost our routines. We've lost our predictability. And depending on what business you're in and how easily that process is adaptable in the current circumstances with social distancing, you're grieving over losing your business plans, your dreams for 2020. That doesn't mean those dreams will never happen. They're just not going to happen yet. It's okay to grieve. It's not selfish. It's not being short-sighted. Whenever we experience an emotion, it is a signal that we need to do something. And grief signals loss. So it's important to ask yourself, what exactly am I losing in this situation? Is it financial stability? Is it lack of social interaction? Is it loss of routine? Is it loss of time and space to be creative in your business 
because your kids are now at home all the time? Are you grieving because your kids are grieving? Ask yourself what it is that you've lost. What is it that you're missing the most? Grief tells us that we need to replace that in our lives. That connection, that stability. Step back and take a look and ask yourself, what can I do to the best of my ability with what I have available to me to replace or to temporarily fill this need in my life until we know what's coming next, which may be a while. We really don't know where this pandemic is leading. And while, you know, nobody really wants to accept that, when we can learn to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable and having to adapt, that to some degree helps us to get out of survival mode just a little bit. Create predictability in your life where you can, in your children's life, and find the small things that you can do to replace this loss in your life and celebrate those small things. Now more than ever, it's important to celebrate the small things. I celebrate every connection call. I celebrate every client. I celebrate every single thing I have done in my business and in my personal life these last few months because it allows me to focus on the joy and the gratitude. Now, if I wrapped up this podcast without telling you that I had days back in, uh, I think it was late March, maybe mid-April, where I was just numbed and shell-shocked, I would be lying to you and I would be not being honest with you. And I realized that what I was experiencing was grief, that what had looked like a crafted year of foundational growth in my business, I was going to have to regroup. And (laughs) how amazing it is that six months after I walk away from anesthesia and a J-O-B and a consistent paycheck and the realization on a very much deeper level, truly how I am 100% responsible. But then I remembered something else that I learned, which is that anything is 100% possible 100% of the time. I allowed myself to grieve because in that moment of grief, of realization, if I had continued to push and to fight myself and to try to force myself, I would have burned out. I would not have been able to serve my clients. I would not have been able to serve my students. And that would have negatively impacted my business. So I gave myself a few days where I let myself grieve. I sat and I watched TV and I ate chocolate ice cream. I take a walk or two outside and then I picked it up and moved on. Now when I have these moments, when they come, they're fleeting and I catch it. As soon as it happens and I shift my thinking back to all the things that I'm grateful for, and it reminds me to borrow this word from a friend. I never heard it used consistently, 
but this is her mantra that she is resilient. In this time, I've come to realize that I too am resilient, and so are you. I hope that you will take the time to reflect, to look back over everything that you have created in your life, whether it's family, relationships, or business, and see where you too have been resilient. So those are the three things that COVID-19 has taught me. That transformational work is by far the biggest return on investment I've ever, ever had. That having a network of people who know you and understand you, where you have a safe place to process, to feel, and to witness, to know that you are not alone, is again priceless. And that as this pandemic continues on, there are still going to be moments where we experience grief. Allow yourself to feel it. Ask yourself what it is that it's telling you that you need to replace in your life. And that that's okay. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in today. I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life. When you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention, creating stronger subconscious beliefs in raising our vibration to create the life that we desire the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.